push, push, push. Pushing boundaries, pushing boundaries, pushing boundaries, pushing boundaries, push. What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Pushing Boundaries. Now, this episode might be a little bit of a doozy. Uh, just because I have some updates on my life, I have some. I have some things I got to show you uh, as examples of some of the things that I've been talking about in this podcast that um, people just may not believe. Is I mean, maybe maybe you know that it's a thing, and some of the people who watch this podcast, you may already be convinced. But for those people who maybe just new to my uh, channel or new to me or just what I talk about, um, it may be just an example of something that's different than what's told to you within your classes. And why I talk about the hypnotization of masses and not just what I've been through, but what other people might go through as well. So I got some things to show you. Uh, Should be kind of fun. Um, And then again, just some updates Um, I've also, I'm going to try to start putting my podcast as like an actual just voice recording. I figured out how to do that as far as editing wise in iMovie. Apparently that was a thing the whole time. Um, and I was using GarageBand, which was recording two different things and just, it was a lot of space and room that I just did not have. And I still don't have on my laptop. Uh, hopefully if we get that second stimulus check, your boy will get a, uh, I'll pay off my credit cards like a responsible adult. And then I will, uh, incur more debt and buy a PC. But um, I, I'm going to start putting my podcast up as just a voice recording thing and I'm going to use Anchor. Um, and the, the whole reason why I was turned on to that is because of another podcaster um, and his podcast is called Men of Bronze and he's a cool guy. I, I talk to him. I comment on his pictures. He comments on mines. He, co- he comments on my YouTube videos. I haven't been the... Uh, best as far as like uh fellow podcastee we, we're not colleagues because we're not working at the same thing but we're both doing the same ish sort of stuff um, but he has his own twist on it i've seen one of his episodes it's pretty good i like his voice uh, i'll put a link in the description i'll put a picture up too of uh his instagram as well as his youtube just because i you know uh king's gotta help kings uh what a stupid comment but you get what i'm saying um, but he told me about Anchor, and I posted one of them, and then I just kind of forgot about it, so I don't know where that went or what happened with it. I think it might be up on Apple or Spotify or something. I just don't know. Uh, but then again, I'll, I'll work on it this week and try to figure out how to do that more, because that might be a little bit easier, um, especially... Um, it's not that setting anything, any of this up is hard. It's just... It might be easier for those of you who uh, don't or would just want to listen to the episodes without having to watch it or use YouTube. Uh, it And I understand that. It'll be a lot easier. Um, so that's, I guess, an update. A second update. So I have removed one of the videos on my YouTube channel um, and some of the clips on my uh, Instagram. And I'm not going to get into too many details uh, just because I want to be respectful to myself, but also this other person. But uh, I'm no longer in uh, the relationship uh, that I was in with my uh, girlfriend. Uh, We've broken up. Again, I'm not going to go into details, but I feel that as far as myself goes when it comes to a breakup, I've never had a long-term relationship before her. Um, She was my first 
uh, long-term relationship. We were together for almost four years and the breakup hurt um, as was, as was to be expected. And I, I, you know, I talk about on here being, you know, a, an alpha male or wanting to be an alpha male and avoiding being, you know, falling into the beta things. And I think that this was a, uh, a test or a testament to who I am as a person and what I need to work on and what I need to strive towards because it put me kind of in a dark place. And I'm not saying like I was suicidal and all that kind of stuff, but you know, it just put me in a, in a, I felt a great sense. I wouldn't say of sadness because sadness came along with it, but I feel like just a sense of loss, right? That was more of what I felt. And I still kind of do feel that way. And my, uh, I have to, let me turn this real quick. There we go. Uh, I do still feel that sense of loss. It's not as great anymore, but uh, part of me uh, still does, you know, kind of go through it. Um, but it's okay. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, things happen for a reason. I know that. Um, things work out in the end. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I can't control some of these things. They just kind of happen. And, you know, maybe it's for the best. You know, I... I'm, I don't know that because it's so still raw. Uh, it still stings, but you know, it's, we'll see, we'll see as we go along. But so that's really all I want to say about that. It sucks because that video was one of my most popular videos. And I think it was because I had titled it, my girlfriend exposes herself and a lot of y'all are perverts. Uh, so, and I know how to make those spicy titles, but whatever. Uh, so there's, there's another update. Um, so I guess we'll get into the meat of this uh, episode now. So sexism, right? We're going to talk about sexism. And in, in, my, in my line of work, psychology, therapy, um, I, I had said in this podcast that the, one of the biggest problems that I had with psychology is its lack of care for men or seemingly lack of care for men. And I say this because there are not a lot of programs within the country, I don't know about outside, but I would doubt that this is, you know, any different in any other country. But there's not a lot of, like, stress towards men. We learn that men are killing themselves. We learn that, uh, or killing themselves more. We learn that uh, more men are homeless. We learn that more men have problems with drugs and stuff like that. We learn all these things, but then there really is no answer. What we hear is that, okay, well, the biggest problem is getting men into therapy. we got to get men in the door. And, and, and I would agree with that. I'm not denying that. I think that men do need to go to counseling in a sense, but I don't think that men will get the right sort of help by um, just going in, right? A lot of men get their, um, or, or, or a lot of men feel better when they have the opportunity to go into like a group setting or when they can be, and there's something in my eye, of course. Uh, a lot of men will benefit from group therapy. A lot of men will... Uh, benefit from anonymous sort of therapy. And when I say anonymous, it's not that you're not giving a name, but there's you don't have to show your face um, and all that stuff. Because you can get help. Like men can get help by talking to other men. Uh, there needs to be that man or a couple men. Uh, I would say women could do it too, but I don't know if a lot of men feel comfortable talking to women about their problems because men get friendships in different ways that women get friendships. Women, a lot of the times, become friends with other women uh, due to uh, expression of emotion and expression of thoughts and feelings. 
men more become friends with others because of shared experience. Uh, and so it's like if you and I were on a baseball team together or you and I went through this together, then we can become closer even though we're vastly different. I can get over my differences with you because you and I went through the same things. I think that that's, uh, an ex- as an example in my life, my best friend in the world um, who actually lives out here now, um, him and I, we see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. But he's a different person than I am. We have different uh, sort of uh, ways of expressing emotion. No, we have similar ways too, but we don't really get connected because of the expression of emotion. Like I like to talk to him and I know he likes to talk to me and we confide in each other, but it's because we've had shared experiences together in the past. And it's like the way that I look at it is like I really, he really has to do something pretty horrible to me personally uh, for me to not want to be friends with him or to not feel that sting. Um, Where am I going with this? So for me... This is what I eventually want to turn this podcast into. And I say podcast with with air quotes because I don't really know if this is a podcast. Like, it's just, it's like a video diary. I wouldn't even say like a vlog. It's just me talking into a camera, looking at it, and also saying like, I know that there's people out there who think like me and may get some sort of relief from hearing me talk about issues or problems that maybe they were thinking about or maybe they didn't really think about or maybe they wish that somebody would. So... In, in, my, in my schooling, there was no men's counseling course, even though there's all these things that are affecting men. You know, and I would hear in uh, classes where it's like, and in my classes was majority women, 90, 95% women um, would be, oh, you know, the glass ceiling. We got to break the glass ceiling and women in STEM and this, this, and this. I read an article the other day where um, they talked about how there are majority of women in law school for the past three years straight, and maybe I'll post uh, that thing here. I'm not going to talk about it now. I just think it's a good example. And the realm of psychology is even more so like that. I, I, maybe there's an article out there that says that, oh, yeah, psychology has been dominated by women for years and years and years. It, it, it probably has. It is now, which is which is what matters. For the past three years, it is. And I know that because I was in classes, and I've also been applying for, for car- my career, and it's been majority women. Now, this is what I say to my students in my classes where I'm like, you know, it, if you hear something like, oh, only, only men can be sexist, you know, only women are the victims of sexism, you need to speak up and say something because that's wrong. It, it, it's not the truth. The way that I, again, I like to look at it is how Jesse Lee Peterson, and I comment on him a lot just because I like the way that he conceptualizes these sorts of things where it's like, there is no such thing as racism and sexism. It's just evil. And it is, right? At its core, if somebody is being prejudicial, prejudicial, prejudiced towards somebody, like, oh, if I see someone who's Mexican and I'm like, oh, you, you know, you ha ha ha. And I'm going to, let's, let's make up something so I'm not like just falling into a stereotype. Let's make up one. Um, Oh, yeah, Mexicans like the color green, you green-liking motherfucker. Like, if I came up with something like that and I was judging people off of that, like, you fucking green-liking bitch, you know, that would be a problem. That's just evil. Me saying something like that and spewing the hate is evil. Now, I say the same thing for when it comes to sexism, right? If you are discriminating, I can't even say discriminating because we all, we, all of us discriminate 
you know, we have discriminating choices all the time. So it's not even discriminating in and of itself is wrong. It's how we choose to discriminate and what we choose to do after that. But the whole point uh, is that if you don't think that you can be sexist towards men, you're wrong. And I have good examples for this. So what I, what I want to show you first, um, and I'll have to switch my mic. I didn't buy a mic stand. Maybe after work today, I'll go buy a mic stand just depending on when I get out of work and how I feel and how hot it is. Um, uh, but I've been making other purchases on Amazon that I probably sh don't need. I not, not I probably don't need. I don't need. Um, but let's pull this thing up. So first things first, if you don't know what this is, then uh, I'm going to read it to you. So the Civil Rights Act of 1964, and we got that picture of a thinking Martin Luther King Jr. The Civil Rights Act of 1964, which ended segregation in public places and banned employment discrimination on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, or nation of origin, is considered one of the crowning legislative achievements of the civil rights movement. First proposed by President John F. Kennedy, it survived strong opposition from Southern members of Congress and was then signed into law by Kennedy's successor, Lyndon B. Johnson. In subsequent years, Congress expanded the act and passed the additional civil rights legislation, such as legislation, such as the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Um, let's scroll down a little bit just because. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to talk about the KKK. Where is it? Um, moves through Congress. Um, signs the thing into this. What is the Civil Rights Act? Under the Civil Rights Act of 1964, segregation on the grounds of race, religion, or nation of origin was banned at all places of public accommodation, including courthouses, parks, restaurants, theaters, sports arenas, and hotels. No longer could blacks and other minorities be denied service simply based on, this, on the color of their skin. Title VII or seven uh, of the Civil Rights Act barred race, religious, uh, nation, national origin, and gender discrimination by employer employers and labor unions, and created an equal opportunity commission with the power uh, to file lawsuits on behalf of aggrieved workers. Additionally, the act forbade the use of federal funds for any discriminatory programs authorized by the Office of Education, blah, 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 to assist with schools desegregation, gave extra clout to the Commission on Civil Rights, and prohibited the unequal application of voting requirements. So there's just a little background uh, for it. Just so you understand, um, 1964, 65, or whatever, for the, um, the, the Part 7, uh, was a was a long time ago. Uh, that was I think the 1964. That was when my dad was born. No, two years before my dad was born. Um, and uh, why I bring this up is because uh, you need that basis before I get into what I'm going to get into. Now I'm not saying that my schooling itself was discriminating based off of sex. I just don't think that there are a lot of men who are applying to become counselors or to become therapists or to become psychologists as of now. It was different in the 60s and 70s. It's vastly different now, okay? It is dominated by women. It is dominated by feminist ideology, and it is dominated by leftist uh, political ideology, which, again, in and of itself is not wrong. I don't like it. It's not wrong. Sure, it could be whatever it wants to be. But then again, we're also taught in school in my master's program that, okay, well, it doesn't really, it doesn't, it shouldn't matter 
what your gender is. It shouldn't matter how what your sexual orientation is. It shouldn't matter because anybody can be a counselor and anybody can be a therapist because it's the empathy that matters. It's the um, it's the willingness to understand. It's the willingness and open-mindedness to expand your current competencies. And for those of you who don't know what that means, current competencies means the things that you are knowledgeable about, uh, just basic terms, the things that you're knowledgeable about, the things that you have information about. So let's say I want to, I've been saying that I want to be a men's counselor. It's not that my current competencies only allow me to work with men. I can work with women. I can work with children. I can work with because I'm able to expand my competencies in those areas. My internship was with uh, children with autism. So as far as when it comes to me being competent with working with children with autism is kind of, not kind of, it's, it's more or better than those of my classmates who have never worked with someone who has autism ever. Um, not to say that they could not do that or start working with children with autism and become better than me. Of course they could. But as of right now, that's just what it is. So why did I tell you this? So I'm in the process of applying to become a therapist at different locations um, all around the state. I've actually gone out or I've applied out of state just because. Um, and I have not been getting great results. And majority of the people who have, who have responded to me, it's like I'm getting no response, which is I would say like 30% of the time, or I'm getting a response. But of those 70% that want or, or respond to me, 90% of them are asking for me to have experience, more experience than I have. And the reason why that's kind of fucked uh, is because I just, I just graduated. Like a couple months ago, I just graduated and then I took my test, my uh, national counseling examination in the beginning of July and didn't get those results until like the beginning of uh, September, really, uh, end of August. So it's not like I've been waiting for too long. A lot of people will just wait for years and years before they start their counseling careers. Um, I wanted to start mine soon because I'm in the process where I'm deciding if I want to get my PhD or PsyD or if I just want to go into uh, uh, just work. And I, and I want to work so I can you know start developing a sense of what I would want to do for my dissertation. Uh, so that's just in the process that I am now. So they're asking me to already have my uh, license or my licensure. And I'm in that process. I'm literally right now in the process. I have to wait for the board who I took my uh, test with to send me my certificate so that I can send it to a different board so that they can approve me. So I've done everything else that I possibly can do on my end with the exception of sending out all this information, but I have to wait again for that board to send me my thing. So I, I try to tell these these people who I'm applying to, I'm like, hey, I literally am in this process. I don't know what else I can do. I can send you the screenshots. I can send you all this information to show you that I'm in this process. I, I, I literally, I, I can't control this. I, it's not me. So it's fine. I mean, I kind of understand it. In a sense where, you know, of course you would want someone who has experience to be a counselor within your clinic. But then I think like, how does anybody get experience ever? Some of the people who have responded to me, responded to me, have been a little bit nicer. You know, they actually give me an explanation and stuff. And other places have been like, no, you need more experience. Good luck. I'll uh, message us in three years. I'm like, okay. But here's something funny that I got that, uh, you know, it's, this is why I'm talking about the Civil Rights Act and why sexism doesn't just affect women, uh, it affects anybody, right? If we're believing in the sexism, 
because uh, it, it's just evil. Um, why evil is affecting men, and especially in the field of psychology. So here's a screenshot of an email that I received from an employer who I applied for. Uh, and I thought it was really funny, just now that you guys have that background of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Hello, Austin. Thank you for reaching out with your letter of interest. My business partner was out all last week, but we will be meeting early this week and plan to chat more at that time. At this time, the clinic is an all-female practice, and though we are very fond of this, we were always open to meeting other clinicians. Similarly, we have some colleagues that we meet with once a month and have other colleagues in the counseling field, so I am more than happy to put some feelers out there for you. Looking forward to keeping in touch and hopefully helping you along with your journey as a clinician. Very excited for you, as I remember the eagerness I had when first starting, as I have. I hope you enjoy the gains and challenges that come along with the roller coaster ride of being a therapist and an emoji in a, in a, from, a, from a clinical director. Congratulations on passing the NCE, blah, 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 and on your way to receiving your LAC, which, again, these are the, the LAC was what I was talking about as far as the um, uh, a licensure that I'm applying for. Because then once you get your LAC, you can, it, the hours that you accrue underneath someone who has at least their LPC um, are can help you gain your uh, eventual LPC, which is the next license after that. So... I thought at first when I saw this, I was like, I was like, hmm, did I not get this job because I'm a man? And also my second thought was like, why the fuck would you email me that? Why would you say that? Because to me, and I, and I, and I'm telling you this right now, I have no interest in suing anybody I really don't have the time, energy, or resentment within my heart to do something like that. And also, you know, I take it as a sign of, okay, well, this is probably, you probably wouldn't have liked working here anyways if they already have that sort of mentality. And let's say they took the chance and hired me because I'm a man. I don't think that I would have had a good experience with it. Uh, but I just think that, like, to me, it's blatant, it's blatant sexism and it's blatant uh, violation of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, or the title, whatever. Now, I actually looked more into it, um, and maybe I can pull up that Wikipedia thing too, because it's it explains it a little bit, like what is considered a um, what is considered a business. Is this it? It's not on Wikipedia. It is. It's on the government website of it. Um, yeah, let's go through it. So the term person includes, and this is, look, we'll see right here when I scroll back up to the top, the title, what title seven of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So it's a more specific. Um, so what is a person? The term person includes one or more individuals, governments, governmental agencies, political subdivision, labor unions, partnership, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> B, the term employer means a person engaged in the industry affecting commerce who has 15 or more employees for each working day in each of the 20 or more calendar weeks in the current preceding calendar year and any agent of such person, but such term does not include one, the United States, a corporation wholly owned by the government of the United States, an Indian tribe, or any department or agency, blah, 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 a bona fide private membership or club, um, blah, blah, blah. The interemployment agency means any person regularly undertaking with or without, are you serious? I, the emails I keep getting. 
The term employment agency means person regularly undertaking with or without compensation to procure employees for an employer or to procure for the employee's opportunities to work uh, for an employer and includes an agent of such a person, blah, blah, blah. So basically, the way that I, even if I wanted to sue, okay, even if I wanted to go through with that, um, I don't think that it would win just because I don't even think that this clinic that I applied for has 15 people. Um, so maybe they could like weasel their way out of that, but don't, do you not see that as a problem? I, I had messaged a couple people, including my best friend who I talked about uh, before. And he was like, uh, he was like, lawyer up, bro. And I was like, no, I, I get what you're saying, but like, I'm not going to do that. And, uh, for him, it was like a money thing. For me, it was a money thing too, where I'm like, I don't even have the money to lawyer up. And even if I went through with this process again, it's it's something that I, I don't have the anger. I don't have, I, it was a frustration a little bit, but I kind of got over it. Um, but I don't really care. And I don't want to become, uh, I don't want to have $300,000 in my pocket because I did something like that. That's not for me. I don't like it when uh, women do it. Uh, if in that case, unless it's like blatant sexism within the workplace like that. And it's, if you're just not getting hired because you're a woman, you know, I don't just go look for another job. And and that's what I'm doing. I'm going to just keep applying to other places. I don't need that. What's that phrase? When one door closes, the other one's opens, right? There's been a lot of closed doors within my life within the past two, three months, but I'm looking for that open door. And I think that just because there's a lot of these closed doors, that one door that's going to open is going to be maybe not the one, but it's going to be at least that entryway to finding the one if it's not the one. So again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not upset anymore. I was a little upset when I saw the email because I was like, but the, the question is, is like, why would you email me that? Why? And why would you put an emoji? I think that was the most offensive part of it all. You put an emoji smiley face with the rosy cheeks. What are you texting me? I, I just, I just, that was so strange. Um, and to tell me that you're an all female clinic and you're fond of that. How weird. I, again, it's, I didn't, I'm not shocked because I knew that this is how it was. Okay. And it's like the same thing when you hear, Oh, all the women, they're not getting engineering jobs and they're not getting into the STEM fields and the glass ceiling. Is this the glass ceiling too? Am I experiencing the glass ceiling or is this a different one? Is it a concrete ceiling? Because men are stronger. <laughs> that was a joke. Not really. You know, physically men are, you know, on average stronger than women. Could Ronda Rousey kick my ass? Absolutely. Um, but yeah, just strange. Uh, strange times. Uh, I don't, I don't really want this episode to get too, too much longer. I've kind of made my point. Um, and I was going to post this screenshot of the, um, the email that I got onto my pushing boundaries, Instagram page, but I just figured that making an episode about this would be a little bit better. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I could comment on. Oh, okay. I guess, I guess I could. And I know that if I do this and it's at the end of the episode, so I don't really think that this specific person who I'm thinking about, um, right now, um, uh, is going to even watch this far because he doesn't. Um, but one of, one of my friends from one of my friends <laughs> from high school, uh, keeps messaging me, 
keeps messaging me on Facebook and it's so annoying. And I say that, but I keep responding to him too. So it's like I I am asking for it at this point. I think just because it's entertaining to a certain degree and then I start falling off. Um he's like so obsessed with messaging me about like all the things that are happening politically. Like when Donald Trump came out and said that he had coronavirus, uh, he messaged me and was like something along the lines of like, oh, daddy, daddy, daddy Trump uh, has coronavirus. What are you going to do, bro? Or like when the debates was happening, it was like, oh, are you watching the debates, dude? Oh, are you going to join the Proud Boys, dude? This And it was like just so weird. And a lot of the times he likes to say things like, um, oh, well, you think this way or oh, yeah, yeah, you this and this. And I'm like, how do you know what I think? Like, again, when I said in the last episode that, like, people from my high school, you don't know me anymore. Like, you knew me in high school when I was being brainwashed like you, and you don't know me anymore. And two years from now, you're not going to, I, you know, I'm going to be different. I'm going to be evolving. I'm continuously evolving, continuously questioning myself, my own thoughts, all that kind of stuff. Because that's what I, that's the biggest thing that I took out of high school. I took Socrates with me because I like Socrates. I like the Socratic method of thinking. I like the whole idea of, a, of an unexamined life is unworth living. I like all that and questioning everything. It's just, it gives me a certain sense of um, not fulfillment, but just kind of joy where it's like, I get to question everything. You know, it, it's, I'm constantly intrigued. Um, and I bring him up specifically and I'm not going to name him because I'm not like that. Okay. Maybe if he wants to keep, you know, talking smack, I'll put him in the terror dome in the uh, Instagram page. Uh, but I put this up because he, it, it seems like he took it so personally, what I've been saying uh, from the, the quick snippets that he sees from my episodes, because he doesn't watch the full thing. I know he doesn't. Um, he takes it so personally. And first off, Sabeta. But second off, you, what do you think? You're the only person who messages me like that? You think you're the only person from our high school which had a massive graduating class? You think you're the only person who's who's made comments like this to me before? You think you're the only person you think I never met anybody in my undergrad who made comments like this? You think you're the you think even in my masters nobody made comments like this? I was kicked out of both Facebook groups. I was kicked out of the alumni group and I was kicked out of my specific cohort group from uh, of the Facebook for the school that I went to. Uh, and paid a shit ton of money to get educated because I have a podcast where I try to sift through and try to find the truth. I was, I was spoken down to because I was trying to wear, raise awareness for male issues. And it's like, okay, oh, I'm, I'm offended that they took me out of the Facebook group. And okay, you could say, oh, oh, you keep talking about it. Yeah, because it's an example of things that are happening that not everybody gets to see and not everybody is brave enough to stand up to. I see the elephant in the room. Fuck that elephant. You know, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, so again, I, I, it's not to say that this one specific person who I but is coming up or I'm, I have this idea about. Not to say that I am so focused on this person. But it's like, it's really weird. Um, and I, I hear uh, other podcasters talking about it too. Like when you start to talk about the truth or when you start to... Um, make yourself vulnerable that people see that recognize it and want to take you down and that's fine whatever I kind of take it as like a I think I'm doing the right thing or I think it like I'm having an effect because if I wasn't doing it right or I wasn't having I wouldn't have any haters 
or any people who were like, oh, no, no, if you this, this, and this, no, no. it's like, I expected it to happen. It's always happened. And I don't want to say that these people are, you know, the children of the lie. And I don't want to say that these people are, um, you know, I, I actively wish harm and I want them to get COVID. And why is my light going so fast? Has it been doing that the whole time? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want harm upon these people. I don't, I don't, again, I told you, I empathize with everybody. I don't want anybody to actively get harm. And it's the same people who like, when Trump came out and said that he had COVID, uh, everyone was like, ha ha, fuck you, Trump. Ah, you got, you getting sick, bitch. And now he's out of, now he's out of the hospital. And now what? He didn't die. Now what are you going to say? It's like Donald Trump has not done anything that warrants him to get assassinated and anything that warrants him to get sick and just die. If that's what is in the cards, like he will, then it's going to be sad. It's going to be tragic. I, I don't like Joe Biden. I think that he is a pedophile and I think that he, he has done a lot of and said a lot of evil shit. But I don't want him to get sick and die. It's sad to see an old man up there who maybe has Alzheimer's or maybe has dementia or maybe is just going through something to see him just crumble. It's it's just not a fun thing to watch, even though I vastly don't agree with what he's saying. I, I don't like it when people, I mean, that's it's wrong because I watch people like when they fall, trip and fall and they hurt themselves, like I laugh. Uh but I don't actively wish harm upon anybody. And it's the same left who's saying like, oh, you know, everybody, peace and equality and love. And I wish the whole world would just hold hands. We're the same people who are going, ah, fuck you, Trump. Get sick, motherfucker. Why don't you drink some bleach, bitch? It's like, okay, I'm going to go for your side. I'm going to I'm gonna root for y'all. Even those people who are saying that stuff, I don't want you to get sick, okay? I, I don't want you to get injured. I, I just don't want it. But the world has a weird way of working where if you're that type of person, for some reason, it kind of happens, right? There's another person in my life who uh, doesn't watch my podcast, but will comment if, you know, the conversation gets brought up and says, oh, Austin's podcast, blah, blah, blah. You don't want to listen to that because he's a this, this, and this. And it's like, you don't even know what I, you don't even know what I do. You've never seen an episode. You just saw the Trump flag and you're like, and you saw the American flag and you're like, this guy must be a racist. How? Okay. Um, who got it and was also commenting at uh, Trump about getting it. And it's like, are you that dis- disassociated with reality that you got it after you were one of those people who were like, thousands of people are dying every day in the United States. And it's like, no, they're not. Like, where are you getting your information from? The fucking CDC. Oh, I haven't read the CDC. I just listened to CNN. It's like, okay, you're dumb. Sorry. I mean, but you are dumb. You should educate yourself. And then they tell me I got to educate myself. And then we're like, oh, who's educating who? I mean, whatever. So there was my rant uh, for, you know, a couple more minutes after when I said I was going to end the episode. As I do, guys, this is just what I do. Okay. Stay safe. Okay. Um, I really do think that this mask thing is going to end soon. Um, I really do. And I swear, I'll be that first person. I had people at work who were like, oh yeah, when the when the mask ban gets lifted, or when the masks gets lifted, uh, I'm going to keep mine on for several months. I was like, good luck with that. The second that we're not allowed, that we don't have to keep masks on, mine is off. I'm breathing again. Peace out, y'all.